Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for fans of the birds. I'm Tyler. And I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. The second, or the... the Don't no, sandwich me again. I dang can't. it. <laughs> Let's do it again. Run it again. I'm Tyler. You're Cody. I'm Tyler, the first and third built person in here. Cody, what did we watch? We watched, oh no, <laughs> Resident Evil, colon extinction yes because cody there was the apocalypse now it's i the gotta extinction. tell you i got it let me read you my notes for i got resident evil resident evil 2 resident evil 3 resident evil afterlife 4 resident evil whatever resident evil the last one so that's my naming convention for these my favorite is resident evil whatever it's like the anyway, fast curious you know they do that's what they what want, and that's, it's their thing, right? Special. Um, we're here. It's Resident Evil 3. Probably. I'm not convinced this one is even part of the rest of them, if we're being real. It is the <laughs> most different. Again, it is by, uh, just like the last one, it is the second and last of the Resident Evil uh, series here, directed by someone other than Paul W.S. Anderson, before he says, hold on now, kids. Let daddy take over and he, <laughs> he fixes everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. He's like, you guys went real weird. You took some weird turns. <laughs> you can say that he wrote that. OK, let's not pretend like let's not pretend like he just stepped away from the project. Uh, he produced it. His wife is in it and he wrote it. So, yeah. But Cody, let's talk about, let's, you know, let's the real thing is there's he's they're still happily married, you know. All these other fake couples, Cody. These other fake movie couples where it's a director and a woman who stars in a supernatural action film. Yeah. They don't stand the test of time. Not like Paul and Mila. Mila and Paul. Yeah. Maul. They're two Mila. weird people and they're, you know, they're doing stuff. You know, like everyone's out here talking about Ben Affleck and what's her face, Cody? J-Lo. And, you know, I know her name. Don't. Don't belittle me. I'm doing a bit here. All right. They had a fight at the Emmys. That was fun. Cody, he cheated on her. Cody, look at me in the eye. Look at me in the eye. All right. He cheated on on J Lo. Yeah. Jenny from the block. <laughs> all right. Wait, is is she still Jenny from the block? I, according to her, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what to I the hear. Song, she will always still be. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny from the block. Yeah. Just, you know, if you're ever like, oh, yeah, I like Ben Affleck. You know, I'm not saying that he's a bad person. I'm just saying, like, nobody can do that and be you can't trust a man that would do that. Right. I would never say that Ben Affleck is a bad person, but I will 100 percent admit that he sucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I won't call him out. I'm sure he's done bad things. I know that. But I just know he sucks. That's where I'm at. Cody, let me tell you about this Super Bowl commercial. I live, as you know, in the in close-ish proximity to Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Bean Town, as some people <laughs> not from Boston call it. All right? Hey, Bean Town. Let me tell you, I lived here two years now. You. Hey, Bean Never Town. Never once heard someone. Water surrounds you, so let's see. Let's play ball, play ball. Bean Town, you got it all. You know the song. No, but I've never it's once. It's from 30 Rock. I don't know if that's a real song. I can no. only assume it isn't. Carry on. Never heard anybody from Massachusetts call it Bean Town. Never heard anyone sing "Hey Bean Town" to you. No, never from once. the acclaimed musical. Um, I uh, I did laugh a lot harder at the uh, the brighter 
Boston where everyone was nice, <laughs> which I laughed mm. hysterically at. And everyone else was probably like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, JLo scolding Ben Affleck. <laughs> That's fun. This is what you do? This is what you do when you say you're going to work? I mean, they must have spent four hours with him at that drive through shoot and stuff. And the stuff, you know, that was obviously the best part of it. My, but you know, there weren't that many good ones, but I liked, you know, the, the best one they got aside from the one they scripted was like, do I look familiar? They're like, no. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> Those golds. You can't write that. You know what I'm saying? Look, here's the thing. Dunks, dunks, Cody, it's not good, but I don't drink coffee, so I can't appreciate dunks. All right. I'm not out here getting an iced coffee from donkeys. All right. I'm just out here. Here's all I, I know about get- Dunkin' Donuts. The last time I went to a Dunkin' Donuts was because my favorite Thai restaurant in LA does not have a public restroom. And Caddy Corner to the Thai restaurant is a Dunks. And Dunks. so you can go there, buy a donut, and use the toilet. So that is that is the last time I've been to Dunks. And it, you know, it's not a good donut, but it's not. I did get to use the facilities. So let me, and then I me, ate, you know, can I, I take, let me take two, let me I take made a it all better. Just, just to really round out the dunks, all right, Cody. Let me tell you, I, I, I talk to people around here. I'm like, I just want Krispy Kreme. They're like, Oh, they try. Like, like Krispy Kreme is the inferior donut and was driven out by the superior warrior. All right, no, these people, psychopaths, chose not only the inferior donut. I'd argue the inferior everything. Krispy Kreme <laughs> is better in every way. All right, and they drove it out. Much like they drove out, you know how like, what is it, like Vancouver or British Columbia or something doesn't have rats? It's the only place in the world that doesn't have rats? It's like, this is the only place without Why doesn't it have rats? How'd they get rid of the rats? They did. Uh, I mean, they have them, but there's like no, lo, no like large breeding populations because they kill them whenever they see them. That's it's crazy. Like, everybody just kills the rats. Um, and uh, so well, here we got no AT&T and we got no Krispy Kreme. It makes me sad. Well, let's talk about Krispy Kreme. If I were like a sugar addict, yeah. if there were one place I would want to go to cause me to relapse, it would be Krispy Kreme. Because you step in that and it's like fried dough and sugar smell right into, you know, and it goes from your nostrils straight into your brain's like dopamine center. You step into Krispy Kreme and you're overwhelmed with the power of fried dough and sugar. It's quite impressive. Yeah, and I just want you know, to experience when I go in Dunkin' Donuts, I'm just like, it's oh. sad. This is a sad place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never been so sad getting donuts before. Donuts, joyful. Absolutely joyful experience getting donuts. It should not. It's so, what a sad place. All right. You know what else makes you sad, Cody? What? Resident Evil Extinction. All right. Dude. You, Cody, do you want to hazard a, an attempt at summoning the movie up? It's the third Resident Evil movie, and you know what that means. Stuff happened. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the virus spread. It caused some sort of environmental change. Now the desert's like a super desert. There's all desert all over the U.S. And uh, the world has devolved into Mad Max, Fury Road, zombie apocalyptic, uh, you know, nomad ship. So everyone's a nug. Everyone's a gas nomad. And uh, yeah, is that it? Is this the... Cody, hop on what into else my. What at the beginning of this movie? Oh, we, <laughs> I don't we, get, we get into it, Cody. I need you to hop into the school bus. Yeah, 
grab yourself a can of beans and let's just let's cruise on down to spoiler town Cody I want you to start I want you to spoil the movie I want you to lay into it tell me everything you love about it you know really just let me know your appreciation for this film all right, I'm starting now. Here's the thing about this movie. There's a man who can shake a can, a tin can, and know what the inside contents are, okay? He knows if it's peas. He knows if it's beans. He knows if it's what have you, all right? And that is a skill. You know, is it impressive? I'm not sure. Is it realistic? I doubt it. Here's the problem with this movie. Um, they banished the nipple. We were two movies in a row. We had the nipple going. They do. I think this is the one where they do the same opening sequence again. And it's like, Hey, look, she's still in the shower and she's standing up, but you don't see the nipple. And it's like, Oh, this is a different movie. Also, I might be getting this confused with another one. Anyway, I think there is a nipple at the end of the movie. So nipple watch is still very well alive and well, but it started and I was like, we've broken the whole formula. And then it turns into the Mad Max Fury road. And I was like, what? I don't what happened where they just like, why hasn't George Miller made a Mad Max movie in 20 years? And so they just made a bad one. I don't know what happened. I got a note for you. You did a good job last time. Her chiropractor is going to have a fit. I don't know who that is in reference to. So you figure that out. I mean, the expo dump at the start of this movie. The thing is, you kind of talked about, warned me about this, but you know, the only way to understand these movies is to watch them in pretty close proximity. I watched like one a day for a week, so I got it down pat. All right. Except they, I get it. I get why in a motion picture that, you know, it takes a couple years for a sequel to come out, you got to give the whole rundown of what happened because it's a sequel. But man, do they do it? They do it in this one. I got Expo dumped on. All right. It was dumped upon my head. This movie is just a Mad Max. What is that even about? She gets kit. They send out a distress signal. Fun fact in a post apocalyptic movie. And I'm watching The Last of Us and I'm watching Resident Evil movies. So I'm all about it. If someone's asking for help, it is a trap. If someone is asking for help in the apocalypse, it is a trap because no one ever needs help because everyone's trying to murder each other. So if they're asking for help, it's because they want to murder you. She answers the distress call and immediately gets kidnapped. And here's what's stupid about it these people kidnap her and then they throw her into a pit of dogs. And it's like, hold on. So. You lure people to you to kidnap them and then feed them to a pit of dogs. Why do you have the dogs? Why are you feed? What is the point? It, I mean, I guess maybe they just get a kick out of it, but it just seems like a lot of work for not a lot of return. You know what I'm saying? But then she beats them up because she's the best. All right. She's the best one out there. She got super powers. Okay. Is this whole movie ADR or is my TV set just off? Like I had to do some wonky stuff to get this movie to play. And so I figured that's what messed it up. But like, I just mean I couldn't get logged into the app and this was one that wasn't on Netflix. So I cast it from my phone to the TV and I was like, this must have messed it up. The ADR, I mean, the lips didn't match up the whole movie and eventually my brain adjusted, but it was never correct. All right. So you tell me, you tell me what went down. Um, they got heat seeking heat, whatever heat vision in one of their cameras or something. And her coat, here's how heat, heat vision works. Blue stuff, cold, red stuff, hot. So in theory, the red stuff is like alive stuff. Let me tell you her coat, bright red. Why is her coat hot? Why is her coat hot? It's flapping around. You know what I'm saying? Her flappy coat is hot. What is that about? She should be bred her coat. I don't think she'd be red. All right. I'm calling them out. Call them out right now. Here's the thing about this one. 100% 
feels like a made-for-TV movie. The first two felt like major motion pictures that belonged in a theater. You know, not not a top-tier release or anything, but I was like, yeah, no, we made this to put on a movie. This is a made-for-TV movie, and I refuse to hear that it was put out in theaters, all right? Here's why this movie is the best of all the movies. There is a Wilhelm scream, all right? Therefore, they did it. They, you know, they know what they're doing because they have Wilhelm scream. Kmart. Her name is Kmart. Why, may you ask, is her name Kmart? Because they found her in a Kmart and what? Give her some dignity. Also, I can't wait to meet Porta Potty. Like, is no one else is named where they were found, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? There's no Chevy. There's no, uh, there's no uh, anal cavity. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is going on with this? Kmart, of all the places, you're telling me Kmart stuck around through the apocalypse? No, it's the first one to go. Kmart wasn't around before this apocalypse happened, all right? Tube top, where'd tube top go? Here's the thing. The end of the last movie is like, look, we're rescuing her. The crew comes and rescues her. Jill Valentine and the other dude, they come and rescue her. And then in this movie, Tube Top's just gone, and they never explain it, and I hate that. Made me Cody, so I'm, mad. I'm going to cut you tube off. Tube Top. You know what happened darn to tube top? well what happened to Tube Top, Cody, but that's a future movie. We can't get into it, Cody. They've recast her. Claire's here now. Okay, so now here's what's going to happen, Cody. You're going to shoot you. How come where, was Claire found in a Claire's? I don't know. Probably. Cody. Claire's no, earrings? No, no, you shush. But it's not Claire's. It's Claire's. I put Claire, my tiny so. finger from my cursor on your lips. Why do they hate Kmart? Here we go. I'm going now. Go to here. How oh, you fool. There's another character I see here called Ice Hockey. So <laughs> they definitely found someone else somewhere else. Uh, uh, this movie did do a bunch of uh, introducing a character being like, oh, no, George. Who the F is George? You know, it, I don't know what movie we were watching where they like, where I think, I can't remember which one of us noticed it, but they were like, no, George. It's like, who the F is George? He's not been in anything. Nobody cares. I don't care. Kill him. The birds, they got him. Cody, okay. So this movie, it's like, she's got the powers. She disappears. And then they're like, the earth, the virus drank up all the water. I don't know what it did, but like the idea is again, it goes back to the very video game ideas. I don't think this is from the video game. This is from, I'm going to plant this solely on the director, right? Cause I feel like this is like, mm, this is a weird thing that I don't even think Paul W. Sanderson would have gone with had he been the director. The idea is the virus has infected the planet and the planet is living Cody. So it's killing the planet. That could have set up zombie planet, all right, Cody? The planet itself, zombie, all right? Which, wouldn't you love it? Also, they're like, we're in the desert. And then it's like, cool, so where are you? Like, somewhere that used to be lush and green? You know, obviously, in real life, you're in the middle of nowhere in, like, Nevada or somewhere, you know? Like, so where are you saying that you're going to be? Like, oh, yeah, we're in, like, Northern California where it used to be giant forests. Nope, they're in Nevada. If it's, like, everywhere's a desert, where are you going to go? Oh, the desert. Idiots, Cody. Pure idiots. That's what I'm saying. All right. They're like, let's drive around the desert for like 20 years, desperately trying to find tiny gas stations in the middle of nowhere. What? Do anything else. Drive anywhere else. Anywhere. But the there's not even that many gas stations. There's not that many resources there right now. 
when the earth is not being infected by a zombie virus, let alone that. All right. Cody, why do they always, I don't know. Why do the cannibals in walking dead want to eat people? They're psychos. All right. They throw her in the pit. She nails it. She gets him. She kills a guy with a kick. Cody. She just wah, gets him. All right. Yes. Okay. They, here's the thing. They introduce Claire. Like I'm supposed to know who that is. Okay. Cody, you have played more of the video games than I have. My brother is the fan of Resident Evil. I need you to give me a nod. Is Claire from the games? Because she comes up several times. So it's like, I don't know if she's from the games. Maybe I'll look it up before the next episode. Maybe I'll forget. Who knows? All I know is Jorah Mormont is back. And how dare you think that he's not a good actor? This man is acting circles. It's one of those times where it's like, oh my gosh. You are so much better than every other actor in this scene. It's embarrassing. It's like a professional actor went to a high school production and is like, yeah, sure. I'll play the dad in your play. And it's like, dude, you make everyone else look like garbage. All right. Hot piles of garbage because they're just like, oh, no, I will say the little sass sometimes that the security head guy gives. I dug it. I would have done more sass between them. I would have done more back and forth. Here's the problem I have with it, Cody. They act like there was an hour of like developing this relationship and like, oh, we don't like each other. We're like political rivals in this company. I'm this guy. This is my base. And you're just here doing side. They, none of it. You got none of it. I didn't. Is that guy in charge of security? Is he in charge of the base? He could just be a guy. That's there. This is also this is the one that starts the same way as the first one. But then she dies, Cody. And you're like, no, but it wasn't her psyche. It was a clone because they can do that now. All right. And we both know, Cody, that gets way out of hand later. But, you know, she's got (laughs) superpowers now. Cody, what you don't understand is she was like, oh, no, I have superpowers. They're using satellites to track me. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find the path of the satellites and just not go there anymore. Because that's how satellites work, Cody. If you just don't go in their path, they can't find you. It's not like they can move a satellite, but it's not like the satellite can see most of the country. What you want to do is stay 25 feet behind the satellite at all times. That way, a satellite can only take a picture of one foot square, all right, at a time. <laughs> so as long as you just stay out of that one foot square. Also, as long as you don't look directly up into the camera of the satellite as it passes directly overhead, you know, the thing you've been avoiding for years and have adjusted the entirety of your life to, you know, you're fine. Tyler, I'm going to have to cut you off a of satellite talk. But, well, let me let me say something about the satellite talk because it's probably my favorite note from the movie. There's a point where the satellite finds her and they're like, mm, it's a 62% match. Um, It's the exact same face. So <laughs> what is the problem with your technology? <laughs> I mean, come on. They're like a 62%. I'm like, excuse me, with the naked eye, I can tell you this is the same woman. So also, allegedly, there aren't that many people left on the earth. So it's not like, are we worried that someone that looks 60% the same even is not worth pursuing? But the guy's like, I want it to be 100%. I'm like, look at her. You could just look at her and tell. It's not even like, it's a fuzzy picture, but maybe we can zoom and enhance it. It's like, nope, clear as day. That's the girl. That's the lady. You're t- you spawned her in a lab and cloned her. You're telling me you can't tell that's the same person? Here's the thing with the, the facial match thing. It was one of those moments like, you know, in movies, it's like 
this whole movie is so far fetched. And then they're like, all right, now we're going to hack the mainframe. And it's like, cool. So it's going to take me like three hours to get in here. And they like do like very realistic hacking and stuff. And you're like, dude, why are you picking this thing to be real? That's what it <laughs> felt like. It's like, why are you picking the facial record? Like it, in reality, yeah. like a 62% match well, is essentially a hundred, like in reality, a hundred percent match. It's also just it's like, like, that's you got the something same better to do with your time. <laughs> I thought this was your main priority was to track this girl down. Cody, their main priority is to uh, cure the thing. Here's the thing. My favorite thing, Cody, I'm just I'm going to give the slightest future spoiler. It's not really a spoiler for the story. It's more of just a spoiler general for the world, for your life. Yeah. This dude, they recast Wesker so fast. I'm so mad when they recast it. Like, the dude, I think <laughs> they made him more, they took the guy and they're like, what if we find a guy that looks more like this guy? You know, like, understand how they did it. I think for the direction that they took Wesker in, way better choice. This dude, well, let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, Cody, Jason Omar, no, that's his name. I, I actually like this guy. I think he's a great actor. He is way better than this role. Like they, he, no, he did, he nailed this. what they wanted. Let me let tell me you about, tell, no, let, let me, me tell you about this you man with the black, the blackest hair you've ever seen in your life. And they're like, what if he was bleach blonde? But what if we dyed it and then waited a month and then filmed all his seeds? So you can clearly see his black roots in every shot that this man is. So it's like, what, how much resources are you dedicating to dyeing your hair in the apocalypse, dog? Okay. Let me read you my note. Why is there a Matrix villain in this movie? Because it's what they did was they took a dude who was straight. He's straight up doing a Mr. Anderson. That's his whole vibe. Yeah. He's got a big black coat. He's got sunglasses. He is a Matrix villain. But here's the thing. The more I thought about it as I watched these movies, it is a very accurate Resident Evil villain. So it's not like they stole this. I mean, maybe they were influenced by Matrix in the games, but like this is, you know, there's like two types of villains you fight in Resident Evil, the ones I've played. You have got infected people that are zombified, virusified, you know, mutated. And then you have dudes in trench coats doing Matrix stuff. Like those are the two villains you fight. So, I mean, he very much fits that second one, but it was driving me. I was like, this is a Matrix. I came to terms with it later. She's like, wait, I've totally fought this exact guy in the video game, you know, yeah. but. It was very much, he is doing his best impression of Mr. Smith. And, uh, you know, it's here. Which is funny, because I think personally, like, he kind of nails it just by, like, moving slowly and talking in his normal voice. The thing is, what I love about this man, he's always cast as an American. He's definitely not. I don't know if you picked up on this, Cody. He's Irish and has a thick Irish accent. And it's always so funny to me when, like, every 10th thing he's in, you're like, yeah, sure, you could be Irish. And he lets it rip with that accent. And it's like, mm. it's like hearing Tom Holland speak, you know? Or like, what, yeah. uh, who's the girl that says Stranger Things? Her with also like the thick British accent. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Just like, it's like, what's, what is wrong? That's not how you talk. Yeah. Man. Well, this is, you know, this is a horror movie after all. So why not fulfill the horror trope? They killed both the black characters first. They killed LJ. He was, I finally came around on LJ. Then they, they killed him. They killed him the worst way, which is like, oh, he turned infected, didn't tell anyone. And, the, you know, it's like, that is the worst way to die in a zombie movie. They did it to him. They also did it to, is it a, a 
Shantae, that's her name. She's a singer. Oh, I don't know. She's not very high up on the credit list, but she has like one kind of big hit. But but I don't, they were like a thing in the, they were, they did, uh, you know, they established that they were a thing, a Shanti. Yeah. Yeah. Shanti. So there you go. So they were in it, whatever, but they just, they marked them both. They made it a point to do, do them off first, which is like, why are you, why are you bringing back LJ? LJ is one of the few holdovers. And they're like, yeah, let's just kill him. You know, Jill Valentine's already found. LJ got murked, but you know who we do have? We've got, is it his first movie, Oded Fair? No. He was in Carlos Oliveira. He was in the second one, right? Right. Yeah, he was. A, he's so like a Bailey Sam was like, dude, the guy from Mummy. He's the guy from the Mummy. He's in it. And let me tell you, he's got the big long hair in the Mummy, and he's great. Now let's talk about him in this movie because as soon as he doesn't have that long hair and all that stuff, you know what you find out? He's got terrible ears. Oh, Tyler, did it not ruin the whole <laughs> movie for you? Let's talk about his ears. All right. He's got, you know, some people got the ears that are flat against their head. Some people got them, they kind of cup out. Whatever. It's fine. Everyone's got ears. His ears look like they're cupped out three times larger and upside down. All right. So I need you to pull up some stills of the movie. As soon as we noticed it, it ruined every time we saw him. His ears got a little bit more distracting. So there you go. If you're telling me that you didn't notice it, I'm I'm disappointed in you. I'm going to be honest, Tyler. I'm I'm pretty bummed out that you didn't clock it like I did. But he got upside down ears, and there you go. You can never see him again. Never see him. I've never seen ears like this. He is, he's dumboing, all right? He's dumboing through the movie, and I'm rooting for him, but the ears are just, it's a distraction. It's a real bummer. He does have rather cavernous ears. I'll give you that. I can, he, he is also um, Jafar, by the way. New Jafar? Yeah, or he's new Jafar. Jafar. No, he's not. Yeah. You're a liar. I'm telling you, I'm looking at a picture of him as Jafar in Once Upon a Time. I gotcha. Uh, he's you actually, got me. He's actually really good. <laughs> like, he should have been the oh, Jafar come. in the movie. He's you a much better Jafar me. than in the Aladdin movie. I'll tell you that right now. I can't believe you got me like that. All right, let's talk about this. They go to Las Vegas. I've been to Las Vegas, all right? And they're like, we got you know, got to go somewhere big, more risk, whatever. There is a storage unit. Obviously, it's filled with zombies, but let me tell you, it is chock full of zombies. The amount of zombies that come out of it, I almost thought, like, is this storage unit going into the ground to, like, a deeper sort of cavern or something? They they got this thing pumped full of zombies. I'm impressed. I knew a guy, his whole job, he worked for Nissan, and his job, he was, like, a shipping engineer. So his job was to be like, what is the most efficient way to pack these giant trucks that are hauling parts across the you know to from factory to factory he must have worked on this thing because they got as many zombies as possible into this storage unit i was impressed i mean i was because they just kept like they show the initial rush which was funny is that they didn't do like the thing where they're like all right cool we're gonna just like bury a hallway to like a room with a ton of guys they just had an initial group of like 20 dudes run out and then showed it from several angles to make it be like look they're still coming and then just like Every C, every cut, every time it cut angles, there was more zombies. Yeah. <laughs> but they a never lot. were like, they weren't like, oh, other shipping containers were hidden at various areas. He's like, no, it's just the one. And you're right. It's like, there's so many. And every time I kept it's thinking, like, 
so many people died when I'm like, didn't you guys say there was 30 of you? I swear I've counted 50 deaths. And then by the end of that whole sequence, there's still a bunch of them. And then all of a sudden there's enough that they can all fit into one helicopter. What what is happening? All I know is Tex died, you know, and he makes the joke that made me go like, oh, boy, that did not age well. Climbing the thing, he's like, go climbing the Eiffel Tower with a high-powered rifle. This would cause a stir. And I was like, I don't think you can say that. I think you need to go back and edit this movie, guys. Yeah, like, I don't know if you can say that anymore. That did not. Tyler, that I just like had a recovered memory. Milk. You mentioned the the helicopter, and I just remember the entire fourth movie movie happened. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole, best the whole, one. whole thing, the helicopter is a big thing of the, you know. It leads us into movie four, and I just realized I totally forgot movie four even happened, and I'm upset about it. I'm upset that we're going to have to talk about it later on. Um, it, on the thing, it shows a little clip, a little behind-the-scenes clip that I just got mm-hmm. served. Of Is it the, guys, the guy on the wire jumping yeah, out of the... There's yep, so, there are so many one. real humans in that shipping container. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, they got a clown car situation going on. Oh, I guess for anybody Tyler, who's not going to watch the movie, they... They're trying to cure it. The guy discovers like a thing to make the thing, the zombies smarter, but also way more aggressive. And how do they find out? He's trying to do one of them, put the shape in the whole thing. Shape won't go in the hole. So he kills two people. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) It's so funny because they're like, we did it. We fixed the experiment. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) two people get destroyed. (laughs) Cody, let me ask you this before I go into this. Do you have any nipple notes? No, I, well, no, I don't. Because you talked about have like, any more. the lack of nipples I, in this movie versus the other. I talked about the lack of nipples in the beginning. Yeah, there are a ton of nipples. But then at the end, but it's like, yeah. Are we going to, did you I, not notice? My note is, that is so many Mila Jovoviches. There's a lot. So they're all very naked. Um, and the, but did you notice that the dead lady, you know, the zombie lady in the motel? Had her mm. nipples chewed off. And I'm like, what's that happening? was what was going on with them. I didn't quite. Yeah, I couldn't make out what was happening there. I was like, that's going to be that Cody's 90 percent of his rant is going to be about this. <laughs> oh, I, I have nipple a watch failed on this movie, but I got I got real disengaged on this one. I tell you, I do have a treat for you, though. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done this one. Oh, uh, I have a couple Bailey quotes for you. <gasps> yes. Um, just two, just two. And I cannot for the life of me recall what the second one's about. So maybe you can help me out. Oh, I'll help you. Okay. The first one. Now make out. I'm tired of no action. She was so upset that the romance thing just died off. I think it's like her and the dude in the car towards the end. So there you go. That's the first one. The second one. Oh, he got testicles. So, do you <laughs> do you know what that's from? Does somebody have did someone have testicles? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did she like, punch mutant uh, Dr. Doctor Doom, uh, Dr. Isaacs in the nuts or something? Could have been one of the dogs, maybe. I don't know. Or was it when maybe is she trying to, was it, was she trying to say, oh, he's got balls? Like when the guy was like, oh, no. just die and shot him? <laughs> what was it? I don't, there's a it's lot testicles. to go here, you know? I don't know. A lot that it could be. I don't know. There's a couple of Bailey quotes for you, though. So there you go. Tyler, I'll just tell you this. My little synopsis here. Yeah. This one was bad. It Ooh. wasn't good. The other ones had redeeming things about them. 
I just went through my whole notes and I don't count one good thing about this one. So, you know, I, I liked some of the action. I do have a little bit of a fun fact for you. Um, first is a purely Tyler fun fact. This is the most noticeable Sony Vio product placement of any movie ever. In my opinion. Oh, that's a Tyler fun fact for you. That's pretty fun. Um, Here's a real fun fact for you. You said that uh, this felt like a, sh- a TV movie. Uh, could it be because the director is a TV and TV movie director? And he pretty much exclusively does TV. Oh, yeah. Um, except I think he directed the original Highlander. Yeah, he directed the original Highlander movie, the first one. And other than that, you're right. He's done 13 Reasons Why. The Teen Wolf reboot, uh, among others. Now, here's TV the thing. TV movies. Correct me if I'm wrong. TV Isn't the original Highlander a TV movie, though? Because I always thought it was no. in theaters, but I thought... It's it was- a Sean Connery film. It's Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery. So okay. don't sell it short, all right? I mean, it I, is a major motion it. picture that sucks, but it was a major <laughs> motion picture that spawned a sequel, several sequels, and a TV series. A TV series featuring a Queen song. So don't you dare... Tell me that the first one was a TV movie. Yes, sir. I'm looking, look, I'm looking to hear. This is a movie poster. It's the Canyon Group Incorporated, a Ring Blazer picture, a Russell Mulcahy film. That's the director. Islander starring Christopher Lambert, Roxanne Hart, Clancy Brown, and Sean Connery. All right. This is the real deal. This man has directed so many music videos. Highlander is bananas. The plot of Highlander gets wild, wet and wilds fast. All right. You ever been quickened? You ever been there? You ever experienced the quickening? No. What? I'll, all right. Let me, okay. Let's, oh, okay. Let me, let, let me give you the quick rundown of Highlander. All right. All right. First off, can I get wait, the can famous? I, can I guess? Let me tell you what I think it's about, and you tell me how wrong I am, real quick. Yeah, this is great. It is. Yeah. It's much like the one, <clears throat> which is a, mm. a Jet Li movie. Jet Li movie. Yeah. Uh, where you there's there can only be one, and if you kill the one, the other ones, then you get their power. And are immortal. Well, now I'm thinking the one stole their whole plot from a Highlander. Yeah, that's what it is. So there are Highlanders. Well, there are immortal beings um, on the earth. And when they, if you can kill one of them, another immortal guy can kill an immortal guy by lopping off his head or whatever. And With then a sword? Get their power. So yeah, they use giant, it's Highlander. So he, right, the one is from Scotland, which is why he's the Highlander. And so he uses the big old Claymore. That's his MO. But yeah, so they use big swords and they fight. Um, and because they're immortal, every now and again, they regain power through something called the quickening. And as far as I can tell, like lightning strikes happen and they're like, Bleh! Bleh! and then they're like, oh, I feel powerful again. So Sean Connery's in it. Uh, Christopher Lambert is in it. The only thing you really need to know is that there can be only one. It's the tagline. It's the quote. It's all I know. It's pretty. Really. It's pretty garbage. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen a lot of movies where there can be only one. And I have heard that even though they are bad, that Highlander is worse. Um, just cause it's dumb, but there is a show based on it now that I have mm-hmm. never heard. I've never really talked to anybody who's watched it. So I have no idea if it's good or bad. Yeah. It um, looks like a Romeo and like, or not like a William Shakespeare play. Yeah. But it's yeah. Highlander. So yeah, that's fun. Well, now that we're going to talk about Highlander, um, anything else to say about 
Resident Evil. Oh, I got a couple. Extinction. I got a couple. Is that what we were on? Okay. Uh, we are on Extinction. I just got a couple things here to hit you with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> some of the fun facts were real dumb. I just need you to know it. You know, like that's like, good. Yeah. It's like, oh, there was a different name for the. They were gonna reveal her name was different. It's like cool. Uh, I'm glad that they just didn't bother with that because there's a lot of weirdness with this movie. Like, I feel like this movie, with the aside from. Which it is funny because like the main point of it was that she got her army of palaces, which, you know, we see how long that lasts, <laughs> which gives us, you know, there's some cool stuff that comes from it. But, you know, it's not, you know, not maybe not the biggest impact on the story overall. Uh, we get some cool set piece stuff, you know, like her doing the fire to kill all the birds was cool. The idea of the birds being all zombified was kind of cool, you know. Uh, two crows were using that entire sequence. I just spotted that. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> There's two real crows and the rest were CG. Can you believe that? Um, uh, who the heck is this? I love it when they're like, oh, this person was offered the role. Uh, oh, Cody, I can tell you why Jill's not in it for a fact. Because she, she couldn't be into it. Couldn't be in it because she was busy being in, you guessed it, Aragon. Everyone's favorite uh, terrible book adaptation i love that book movie's nothing like the book <laughs> and she is uh what's her face i don't even remember the character's name uh but we get a second we get that second ai give me give me your give me a read on the second ai give it to me my read my read you think i remember anything about this Cody, it's movie? the white queen how dare you and instead of trying to do a cool CG uh, AI thing, they're just like, let's just have a girl in a, in a light, you know? Here's the thing. Okay, Cody. The first, the Red Queen was a little girl because it's based, it was like programmed by the guy that they later established, by the way, is like a virus person. You know, they're like, oh yeah, no, he Look made the T virus, virus, but also programs everything for us. It's like. Maybe this guy's a little like you've really built the whole of Umbrella on the back of this guy and you just shot him. Yeah. I don't know if that was the best idea. Um, But he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to base on my daughter. And that's why. What's the excuse with this one? What's the excuse for this little girl? (laughs) Why is this a little girl? It seems weird is what I'm saying. I think it's supposed to be unsettling, but she also does it like she just helps. She doesn't like try to kill anybody. So it's not unsettling. It's just like this is kind of weird. It bums me out that like they went all over the place with the Red Queen because the Red Queen, I told you, is one of my favorite parts of the first movie. And then they keep using in different iterations throughout the movie. But like it's always something different. Like, I wish you would have kept a theme with this or built on it. It seems like they're kind of reinventing it every movie. Yeah. And I feel like the first and last movies use it well and none of the other movies use it very well. So it's like the White Queen was supposed to be in the original screenplay, which I think is funny to say, like, that'd be like me saying, yeah, Bob. The guy with the sledgehammer, he was supposed to be in the first movie, but we cut him from the script in favor of Ted, the guy with the wrench that played by the same actor. And then that makes it like an Alice in Wonderland thing, right? Red and White Queen. Yeah. But the Red Queen, I feel like they don't stick with her being evil. It's like, no, no, she was trying to help. It's like, well, just make her homicidal maniac. Just do it. Just say that she snapped like a twig. Say, yeah, she started out good, but then you shut her off and tried to kill her. And now she's crazy. She's in the walls. She's in the trees, man. Okay. Uh, Cody, it's... Uh, <laughs> oh, also, this movie wasn't screened for uh, critics. Isn't that fun? 
They didn't show it. They didn't do critic screenings. They're like, what's it's the product? You're all going to hate it anyway. Uh, Mila Jovovich didn't want to do it because the, the last two did not get pulled in well. Like, I just like Claire just just introduced like she's been here. All right. That's what bugs me. <laughs> They're like, this is Claire Redfield's convoy. We all know Claire is. I'm like, dude, I don't play these games. I don't know if that's a character <laughs> from the games. Is this- I get so confused with how many. I think now that I've gone through the movies, I think Claire... I think Chris Redfield is in the games for sure. Yeah. So I'm wondering if Claire is in some, I've played a game with Chris Redfield, but I don't think, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a sister named Claire as well. So maybe she's, they're trying to bring in, I didn't realize how many characters they brought in from the video game. Cause there's one movie where they, they bring in a dozen. You're like, Oh, we're doing it. But then like Jill Valentine's in the games. I think Claire might be in the games. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I know, know it's like yeah. a lot of the, the main story points do like they don't, it doesn't, as far as I know, they complement the games. That's why, like I said, sometimes they get backed into weird corners. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think this one is, like, I agree with you. I think this one's kind of the weakest of them. I think it tried to be Mad Max, and that was a weird decision to go a random, like, desert adventure. And I think, like, um, you know, like, W.S. Anderson, Paul, Polly Boy, he comes back in, he fixes some stuff, you know? He's like, Phew. Now we got rid of these dorks, you know, now we can get into the good stuff. But as you said, he wrote the film. So, you know, we'll just pin it on those guys, though. Uh, But, you know, it's weak. It's the weaker film, but it does have some cool action set pieces. But it is like you like I said, I think the rest of them do feel like they were released in theaters. This one does feel like it's like we're on we're on Quibi, you know, in 85 parts, you know. You know, like when a horror yeah. video game releases like an anime prequel movie or something, that's what this <laughs> feels like. Uh, yeah. I mean, Tyler, I got to tell you, I'm exhausted by this movie. Like, <laughs> it's I, I got more to talk about in the future ones. I've said everything I can say about this one. I don't think I have any positive notes. And I think when I watched it, I was like, I think I know my rating for this. And now that I'm talking about it, I think I'm dropping my rating. I think it's about to get, it's about to get torched in my grade for it. Yeah, I mean, I'll give this one because I think it's still got a lot of the fun, like the the design elements of the movies. But it's uh, uh, you know, it's like you said, it's worse. So I mean, I'm gonna give it a C minus just because I think it's still like it's fun when consumed. I think if it was by itself, it'd be a D. But when consumed as a part of the series, it's kind of wild. C minus. I think this one's getting F. I know. Shocking. I I was watching these and like these are kind of in the D range, and the one I liked a little better, like ah, oh, it's like my C, low C. I think this movie's an F. I didn't enjoy it. There weren't any highs for me. The guy's ears distracted me. There's someone named Kmart. Like there's yeah. someone named Kmart because they were found in a Kmart, and no one else is named nothing else. You yeah. know, it was time for a change, Cody. Everyone she ever knew is dead, and it was time for a change. Okay, you know, I probably would have gone with bill or something other than kmart which is weird um but yeah now if it was bucky bucky because she was found in a bucky's i'd be like i'd be on board but kmart come on yeah yeah i <laughs> we call it kmart because we found her at kmart <laughs> it's like a four-year-old when they find a rabbit you know like you know what i'm saying his name's stinky but yeah. <laughs> you know like he smells bad, so I call him Stinky. <laughs> that, that's does, what we're dealing. It feels with. like one of those like '90s, early 2000s video game things where you're just like, whatever, I don't care who this kid. They're <laughs> that character, and then it's like you put it into a movie, and it's like, what? why though? 
Well, like when I, I've played through all the Dark Souls games and my running joke is that I give my character the stupidest name possible. And so it's always thing, you know, like you're a medieval knight in this cursed world, whatever. And so my guy's name is like Hank or Gary, like, and that's, that's what I go with, you know? And it just feels something like, it just feels like a middle finger to, to me and also to Kmart, the girl, not the store. Kmart, you can't hurt Kmart's feelings. Rest when was the last time you went to Kmart? I've never been in a Kmart and made a purchase. I've been at Kmart five times in my life. I never bought one thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, Kmart was always where you met up for church field. Like when it's like, oh, we're going on a scout camp out or like <laughs> we're going on a trip for church or like school. It's like, Kmart's oh, a convenient rally point for rendezvous. <laughs> for carpool. That's how all Kmart ever and was. And you know what's great is you can still, you know, even though Kmart's out of business, you could still meet at the Kmart park. The Kmart over here, the Kmart over here in the Northland in Kansas City, every like 18 months, just a carnival pops up for two weeks. It's like, excuse me? <laughs> There's a carnival in the Kmart parking lot? Uh, if you're ever in Kansas City and you're driving on 29... Over by, you know, a Barry Road, there's a Kmart right off the highway. I don't know yeah. what it is now, but that's where I would always meet up. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. It's an empty warehouse with the largest font sign I've ever seen that says available. Like <laughs> it's literally, it's almost the height of the building. <laughs> Imagine a Kmart sized font <laughs> saying, please rent this building. It is just here. So, you know, if she was found there, what that would be her, then available would be her name, right? Vale. Yeah. Yeah. Vale. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I fixed it. That's, that's going on my baby name list. Uh, Tyler, it was a bad one. It was a rough one. It's the worst we'll one. We'll see how we get. Well, yeah, I think it was. Would you I agree, though, for all the people out there watching along, like, this is worse if you try to do it, like, way separated from the others. It's best as, like, this is the break movie. This is the, like, go to the I'll bathroom, tell you, get some snacks. I'll tell you how to watch this movie. Watch the first 10 minutes and the last 15 minutes, because that's all you need to know for the story. And you can skip the whole middle part. Am I wrong? Like, I mean, you're not. The beginning starts in Umbrella. They're in the desert for an hour. And then it ends in Umbrella and sets up the next movie. That's what I'm saying. It's your, it's the intermission movie, right? It's the one it's a 62% go- match. Tell me what is a 100% match. So, so uh, what like, else you got needlessly, going on, bro? Needless realism, right? Because it's like real real facial recognition. It is like, oh, it's 47% match. That's good enough to use in court. It's like, what? just say it's 100%. The, and they could have fixed that by making it a blurrier photo or having her like her head's turned away or something where you're like, oh, I can maybe. Nope. Just her straight on face. Ugh. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening and just suffering through Resident Evil extinction with us you can share us wherever you find your podcast we are at opinion havers on social media until next time watch movies and have opinions um mila jovovich her hair is working against her right like that's the thing you know what i'm saying she has bad hair and that's the problem right she have bad hair yeah i think so i think if her hair was better she would be prettier and bailey agrees with me Okay. Yes. So, uh, sure. Tweet me at opinion havers if you agree. She got crazy hair. She got she got crazy Mad Max hair. It's not working. Every movie they take a swing at it, and every movie they they just miss a little bit. Yeah. Tyler, just agree with me. Be with me. <laughs> <laughs>